<laughs> brace yourselves, my friends. <laughs> this is a little harsh. Uh, this is uh, a little harsh. And uh, this is a woman. I mean, obviously, it's full kabuki makeup, and, and she spent hours on, on making herself transform from a six to an eight or whatever. Uh, but uh, this is... Um, this is important to get through. It's important to understand. And we're just going to spend a minute or two analyzing this. All right. I need men. I need men to stop. I need you to fucking stop. I need you to fucking stop derailing the conversation and making it about your feelings when women say men are garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. Oh, my. What a, what a tragic life. Like, what a, what a tragic life. So this is, I mean, this is what's called a pretty trap, right? Uh, it's a pretty trap. So listen, guys, you're out there, you're dating uh, some woman, she's pretty, uh, or whatever it is, and attractive, and uh, you, what, what you want to do is uh, get on a Skype or a FaceTime or something or sit down across from her mother and recognize that this is who she's going to turn into and imagine her at the age of 60, imagine her at the age of 50, imagine her at the age of 70 or whatever it is sort of over the hill for you. Uh, so because this level of shrillness, this level of aggression is really... Uh, horrifying. And of course, she puts herself forward in this highly sexualized manner, right? This creamy kabuki skin, these perfect eyebrows, massive amounts of eyeshadow and lipstick and, and so on. So she's basically turning herself into the average appearance of your anime sex doll. And then she's complaining that men are garbage. Well, of course, um, we all know what uh, if men are flies, <laughs> uh, what are flies attracted to, right? So she's putting herself forward in this hypersexualized manner. She's getting a lot of players, and she's you know, but she can't let go of the need for, um, uh, for male attention. But of course, because she puts herself forward in this kind of way, it is a male attention of a negative kind. So let's just listen again because it's important. I need men. I need men to stop. I need. Okay, so she got a, a mouthful of words, and boy, if that isn't waking up in hell, I don't know what is. But she got a mouthful of words. And I need, I need, I need. Now this, I'm overwhelmed, I'm at the edge of my rope, is a form of really deep and powerful bullying. That's really, really important to understand. This, I'm at the edge, it's a threat of uh, coercion. It's a threat of escalation. It's a threat almost of violence and could in fact be a violence. So yeah, just I need, I need, I need, right? And it's funny too because... I need, but I have to earn, right? As a man, I need, I want things, of course, but I actually have to, I have to earn them, right? So the fact that she's got this crazy makeup on, hypersexualized um, uh, presentation, and I don't mean the, like low-cut top or anything like that, but makeup is of a form, like the cheek flush is orgasm, the red lips is sexual arousal, and so on, right? And so she's putting on uh, a makeup-based O-face, and she probably has no idea about any of this. And, you know, I have a lot of sympathy for this woman because she really is trapped in a kind of ideology. But, yeah, let's just listen to this again, right? I need men. I need men to stop. I need you to f***ing stop. I need you to f***ing stop. So this is overwhelmed. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. It's too much. This is a marker of incoming bullying. It's just really, really recognize this is overwhelmed stuff, right? So derailing the conversation and making it about your feelings when women say men are garbage now this new habit this this clap stuff you know i am not a violent man by nature but uh that arouses something rather primal in me and not in a good way <laughs> i mean that this clapping so she's this is a form of of uh, almost like spanking the air or drowning people out i mean it's so wildly aggressive and unpleasant um 
you know, I, I, I would really caution women. I, I don't want women to end up in any kind of violent situation. So really caution women about uh, this level of aggression where you sort of clap your hands. And she's saying, like, how dare men have their feelings, right? How dare men uh, have their feelings? And uh, she literally is, is, is extinguishing the feelings by clapping them. I need men. I need men to stop. I need you to f***ing stop. I of course, the, the question is as well, why would men care what you need? Why, why would men care at all what you need? Well, of course, the answer to that is uh, she's youthful, she's pretty, she's got a lot of makeup on, and she's signaling, um, I guess, dating availability or something like that. But it's like, uh, I need, well, I, I, I needed a pony as a kid. I, I wanted a computer. I, you know, I need this, I need that. I, uh, but uh, it's, a, it's a funny thing. Like, just for the women out there, like for when men see this kind of stuff, it's pretty wild. It's pretty because I need, I need, I need. It's like, why, why, why should, why should I? I mean, as obviously an older, happily married guy, I look at a young lady like this, a young woman like this, and it's like, well, it's interesting that you're telling me what you need, but I'm not sure how the, like, how is the universe obligated to provide it, right? I need you to fucking stop derailing the conversation and making it about your feelings when women say men are garbage. So, it, it derailing the conversation, this is another thing that attractive women with, you know, obviously badly raised and, and bad, um, bad levels of indoctrination, is what they say. If you disagree with them, you're derailing the conversation. So the purpose of her conversation is to vent and for you to nod. And if you don't nod, if you have anything contradictory to what she is saying, if you have any hesitations, any pushback, any questions, any opposition at all, then you're derailing the conversations. So her feelings are what matter. And if you have any feelings whatsoever, you are derailing the conversation. Now think of that derailing. Derailing is like a train track, right? Ohio style, right? So you're on a train track, and a train track, you either go forward or it's a complete wreck. It's either one way or a complete wreck. And this is why derailing is used in this kind of context, because you either agree with her uh, as a man that men are garbage or... You are interrupting her. You're making about it. You, not her, and you're you're having feelings, right? Let's go back a bit. and making it about your feelings when women say men are garbage. I'm so tired of having this conversation with you. It this is another. I'm so tired of having. See, people warn you. This is like it's like some raptor thing, right? So people warn you when they're about to become dangerously aggressive, right? If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. And another thing, and I'm so tired of having this conversation and this looking around in desperation and just overwhelmed. And like, this is um, a predatory uh, warnings of predatory markings as a whole. So it's really important to, to understand this uh, because, you know, there are people out there that are going to have to, uh, you're going to have to try and deal with and you're going to have to try and decide whether to date. And I'm just trying to keep your lovely people safe. All right, so. Not my, not my job to coddle your male fragility. Now, it's my, so this male fragility thing is kind of funny. Now, of course, if, if she were talking about uh, blacks or Hispanics, uh, and so I'm going to say X is garbage, uh, that would be horribly bigoted. If some guy were to say women are garbage, that would be horribly sexist. But she's in this queen bee throne mentality where she can just cast aspersions and of course it's pretty easy to understand <laughs> she's sitting in her car um okay well who designed the car who built the car who delivered the car who maintains the car who pumps the gas for the car who puts the oil in for the car 
right? It's probably not her or any woman that she knows. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in uh, male protection. Uh, I'm sitting in uh, a, a male environment. I'm sitting in male machinery, and I'm, I'm filming on a webcam and a microphone almost certainly built and maintained and delivered by men, uh, but men are garbage. Like, she's in a male... She's in a male safe space called modern civilization. And um, she obviously doesn't have to work in, in a way that makes her sweat because makeup is a form of saying, I don't have to do any sort of physical labor, right? I'm, I'm sort of high value that way. And so... I'm so tired of having this conversation with you. It is not my, not my job to coddle your male fragility. Now, here's the funny thing, though. When you look at aggressive people... They are extraordinarily fragile, right? Violence is the result of fragility, right? If you can't win an argument, uh, but you're dependent upon winning the argument, then you will deplatform, you will get aggressive, you will censor. Uh, violence arises from fragility. It, it arises from vulnerability. And it's really it's an attempt to cover up that vulnerability and to not end up asking for things, right? Violence arises from a fundamental lack of trust in the people around you, right? If I ask you guys for uh, donations, and I trust that you will... Keep me going, and I appreciate it. Freedomain.com slash donate if you'd like to help out. But that comes from a fundamental level of, uh, of trust. But people who uh, don't trust those around them, people who don't feel that they are deserving or worthy of or are going to receive resources by asking nicely, uh, end up being very aggressive and, uh, and bullying. It is a sign of, of weakness. Violence is always a sign of a weakness, particularly intellectual weakness, but also a kind of spiritual soul weakness. Uh, people who take from others end up being very aggressive. And this woman is probably, quote, taking a lot of attention by uh, whitewashing her face to the point where she's stimulating a male uh, sensual response. And so in a sense, she's kind of taking. And when you take a lot from uh, people, then you haven't sown enough goodwill to be on the receiving end of good things. Uh, I mean, I obviously try in my life to be as generous and kind and helpful as possible to people who call in and need advice and so on and, and never charge for any of my shows and don't have any ads. Uh, generosity goes out there, and I think it's worth trusting that, at least for some people in the audience, uh, that generosity be, will be uh, reciprocated, right? So this level of aggression, she talks about male fragility when, of course, she has all of this makeup on designed to attract men, and maybe she's even using a filter. I don't really know much about that kind of stuff. But she's talking about male fragility when she herself is overwhelmed by... Why? What? What is she overwhelmed by? Is Has she suddenly got a, a cancer diagnosis? Uh, no. Uh, did she have a miscarriage? No. Uh, did her town get uh, poisoned by uh, badly run trains? No. Um, what is she overwhelmed by? She's overwhelmed by... And she's at the end of her wit's end uh, because... She experienced something negative on social media or maybe even in person, uh, some sexist incident, she says, in a minute or two. It's like, okay, well, uh, who, who's really fragile here? The woman who's tearing her hair out and escalating and clapping in, in the microphone's direction uh, and, and trashing men and men of garbage, who's really the fragile one? That's sort of the question. And, and this idea that, oh, yeah, this is, the, this is also the I'm about to get a headache pose, right? So... Uh, this also, it's like witchy danger is, is incoming. Having this conversation with you, it is not my, not my job to coddle your male fragility. Right. So why is it that she feels that men are both garbage and extremely fragile? Men are a great threat because sexism is a big threat, as she says later. Men are both garbage and extremely fragile. Well, because no man with even the slightest shred of, of kindness, of benevolence, of generosity, of strength, of self-esteem would want to be around uh, somebody who 
acts in this, this kind of way. So who are the men who are around her? Well, very fragile men. So if she comes across in this kind of uh, 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 glass-in-the-eye dominatrix style, uh, then she's obviously going to have men around her who are desperate, who have very low self-esteem, and who are easily pushed around. So based upon what she's bringing to the world, she's interpreting masculinity as if she's experiencing any kind of objective masculinity, when she's not. She's experiencing the kind of men, I use that term very loosely, she's, she's dealing with the kind of men who are willing to be around this kind of uh, shrieking and aggression. And of course, those men would be extremely fragile and would have been raised, of course, with a mother like this with you it is not my not my job to coddle your male fragility i tried last night a couple nights ago i posted a sub something on my close friend's instagram story saying men are garbage because i had a very terrible sexist experience happen to me that night okay so uh, a sexist experience happened to her don't know what it is maybe she posted about it somewhere i really couldn't be asked to go and find out okay so she had a sexist experience happened to her. Of course, this is, because sexism, you see, is, is really bad. Now, she knows, of course, that there are bad women, but if any man were to say that bad women mean that all women are bad, a few bad women or some number of bad women mean that all women are bad, she would consider that uh, sexist, of course. If you were to say that about a race, she would consider that a racist, of course, unless the race was white, I'm sure. But So she is saying, well, you know, I experienced uh, a one man being sexist towards me, and therefore all men are garbage. It, you know, it really is, and I, it's really tragic. I just kind of noticed she's got her hair carefully. She, this is a woman very much uh, obsessed with her own appearance. Um, it really is a very, very, there's very little actual human being there. It's like a CGI <laughs> robot uh, of some kind made with uh, uh, toffee and teeth whitener. So this, uh, very, very much obsessed with her looks. So she experienced something negative from a man, and then she's saying men are garbage. And that is, of course, ridiculously sexist. <laughs> I mean, so she's complaining about sexism from one man, and now she's saying that men are garbage. And it's really tragic just that people haven't been taught any of the basics of logical thinking. Right? Oh, I want to use this negative term, sexism, racism, whatever it is. Okay, let's define the term. Well, it means extrapolating it from individual characteristics of a member of a group to the entire group as a whole. That would be racism, sexism, and so on, right? And that would restrain some of her behavior, but she has people around her who agree with her because they're slaves to her appearance, perhaps, or something like that, certainly not to the qualities of her personality, sadly. And uh, when anybody disagrees with her, it escalates. And what that means, of course, and this is, this is a kind of censorious nature in, in person, what that means, of course, really quite tragically, is that she's not going to have any of her ideas corrected, right? And then I had several men respond back and saying, yes, we are, facts, you know, affirming my experience. Right, affirming my experience. Your experience is individual to you and a particular man. And of course, men, she, she I guess, wrote with her pretty face or whatever, she wrote men are garbage. And then she had a bunch of sims come back and say, oh, you're so right. I hope she sees this bro. Maybe she'll go on a date with me if I affirm that men are garbage. It's like, Ugh. Right, so she had a bunch of simps and uh, affirming, right? So affirming, this is, you know, well, this is my lived experience. It's like, okay, but if your lived experience is your lived experience, then you can't use it to extrapolate to universals, right? 
I mean, my lived experience is currently right now I have some studio lights on me. That doesn't mean that all men have studio <laughs> studio lights on them, right? Um, so if people want to say, I, I need you to affirm my lived experience. It's like, okay, well, if you experience something sexist, I would certainly like to hear it, like to hear about the definition, about what happened and so on. That's fine. Okay, then I, I get that. But if you're going to take your lived experience and extrapolate it to a universal fact, like men are garbage, then... If I'm contradicting your universal, that men are garbage, I'm not contradicting your lived experience. If you had a negative experience with some guy treating you badly, that's terrible, and I'll be happy to hear about that. But the moment that you say, therefore, all men are garbage, then that's not your lived experience anymore. That is a conclusion based upon facts, not in evidence, which is that all men are garbage, which they're not, right? So this is a fundamental confusion that a lot of people have, maybe a little bit more on the female side. It's just a fundamental confusion. So I had something terrible happen to me yesterday. Okay, uh, let's hear about it. Let's, you know, I'll sympathize and so on, try and figure out maybe ways you could avoid it in the future. Okay, that's fair. I had something negative happen to me yesterday. Therefore, half the human population is garbage. It's like, well, that doesn't follow, <laughs> right? That doesn't follow. Um, if I had an Asian guy pickpocket me yesterday, that doesn't mean all Asians are thieves, right? I mean, so when women or men as a whole go from individual experience to universal statement of fact, then when people push back upon that universal statement of fact, they're not pushing back on the individual lived experience. They're simply saying you can't use that as the basis to call half the human race garbage. Like, it's not rational. I'm sorry that you had a negative experience, but you can't extract. This extrapolation is really, really important, right? You, you don't, I mean, I was raised not around the highest quality women in the world, to put it mildly, and I had to say, not all women. In order to, to, to marry, to, to be in love, and I've been happily married now for over 20 years, in order to be loved, I had to break the universalization that often happens from individual experiences. Because when you are raised, you know, say so you grow up in Africa and you're raised around predators and there's like, lions and stuff, well, all lions are dangerous. Yeah, that, that's fair, because they're predators and meat eaters and they're dangerous. But when you're raised around human beings, you have individual negative experiences and you want to resolutely avoid extrapolating that to everyone. Everyone. And, and the, reason, the reason I would, might say something irrational, like all women are whatever, like negative, in some characteristic, would be to protect my mother and say, well, it's not my mother's fault that she was horrible because all women are negative, right? Uh, it's a way of protecting your abusers. And this woman obviously had a, I assume, an absolutely terrible relationship with her father, uh, if her father was even around, uh, or her mother's boyfriends or whatever. And, and therefore, you know, I would imagine that most, if not all, of the men she's had in and around her seem pretty crappy. And therefore, she extrapolates that to everyone but that's to avoid knowing where she is in the pecking order, right? I happened to be born uh, very low uh, in, in a trashy hellscape of dysfunction and mess. And I had to say, well, that's not the entire world. That's just the bottom layer that I happened to be born in. So I had to burrow my way up the hell out of here. And then I had one guy, one motherfucker, who tried to derail the entire fucking conversation and make it about his fucking feelings. His feelings, right? So she is... Um, just, I mean, vomiting negative emotion at the camera, right? And I don't know, you, you don't want to mind read, but I can see some real sadness and, and um, dysfunction in, in the eyes there, some real horror. 
So one, so many men agreed with me, and that was fine. One man derailed. What did she? She didn't use the word derailed. What was it? One mf. She said right. Then I had one guy, one motherfucker, who tried to derail the entire fucking conversation and make it about his fucking feelings. So she's blurping all of her, right, vomiting all her feelings at the camera because she's upset. But if a man is upset because you call all men garbage, then he's just derailing the conversation and it's making it about his feelings. But for somebody who's this self-absorbed, other people's feelings are a massive inconvenience. Like you don't share thoughts and feelings in order to connect with others. You, you unload your frustration, anger, and dominance and tension on others, and they're just supposed to sit there like a, you know, when, when you have a banana peel, you throw it in the garbage. You don't expect the garbage to throw it back, right? So you just deposit your negative emotions into others' compliant uh, faces, and uh, if they speak back at all, that's a grand affront, right? If a man dares to object at all men being called garbage, then he's just derailing the entire conversation because he's making it about his uh, uh, feelings. But again, all men are garbage is not a feeling. That is a conclusion. That is a judgment, right? And for a lot of people, again, maybe a little bit more on the female side, having feelings is obviously feelings are important. You talk about them, you understand, you try to explain them. But feelings cascading to judgments, well, that's where men have the issue. And this, of course, where any leftist worth their salt should also have the issue, right? If you have a negative experience with a person of one particular race or whatever, you don't extrapolate it to everyone. That's unjust. So when she says, I had a bad experience with a man, therefore all men are garbage, it's also a way of avoiding why is she having negative experiences with men. I mean, when I was growing up, I had very few positive experiences with women. Now... Uh, I'm in my 50s, again, happily married. I've got a great circle of friends. I don't have any negative experiences with women because I've gone to a different location. I've gone to a different place. I've gone to a different class uh, of people. Stop making it about you! So, again, this is called confession through projection, right? So she's making... Her conclusion about all men is based upon her feelings of humiliation or anger or shame at whatever some man did uh, a couple of days ago, she said, right? So stop making it about you. Why? Why? Can that be universalized? Nobody can ever make it about themselves. What's wrong with somebody else making it about themselves, right? So this, again, this is tyrannical fundamentally, and, and we're starting to talk about left-wing authoritarianism, and hopefully at some point um, in the not-too-distant future we'll talk about female authoritarianism. Because stop making it about you is... I'm here to trash men, and if a man dares to defend himself or get upset by the fact that he's trashing men, he's being selfish, he's overwhelming her, and it's static for her because she's used to just dominating and bullying, and if a man pushes back, then she gets enraged and escalates, right? And uh, this is, uh, this is uh, you know, as you get more and more um, female participation in the world, which I think is a great thing, I mean, I'm a father and happily married, but one of the things you're going to get in conjunction with state power is increased censorship increase censorship, because uh, speaking back is, well, it's verboten. It's, it's not, not to be allowed, right? Get about his f***ing feelings. Stop making it about you. Yeah, and this, I'm telling you, that this, this habit of clapping at people, uh, it, it, it's going to go badly. It's going, because it's like smacking. It evokes very sort of primitive being hit 
uh, things. It's it's very dominant, and it's just it's a again this is in her car or whatever, but it's just a very bad idea. I'd strongly recommend not doing this in person. This is not about you. I don't. No, it is, but it is. I mean, obviously, logically, it is about. Um, it is about men. If you're saying all men are garbage and you're a man, then it is about you. I mean, that's just, again, it's not complicated logic trees from Aristotelian text interpretations. It's just basic one-on-one, right? If I say all X are trash and you're X, then it is about you. I mean, by definition, right? I mean, you can't say all mammals are warm-blooded. Oh, I'm warm-blooded. Well, not you. It's like, okay, that's just logical categories one-on-one. So, yeah, it is. How many times do I have to f***ing say that? Right, so this is the frustration of the selfish person, right? Which is, I've said something, you disagree with me, therefore you weren't listening to me. Because if you were to listen to me, you would absolutely agree with me. And this is a very dangerous mindset to be around, extremely dangerous mindset to be around. Because they will simply erase you, they will just hollow you out, this is vampiric. About you! This is not about you! I don't know how many times I have to f***ing say that. And then he was like, well, you seem pretty pissed. Yeah, I get pissed off when I'm dealing with f***ing incompetence. Oof, look at that frozen mask, that face of, oof, it's chilling. Um, incompetence. Uh, incompetence is an interesting thing to bring in here. I don't quite understand the incompetence. I mean, you could say, oh, you know, the guy at Starbucks got my order wrong for the fifth time this week. It's so incompetent. Okay, I understand that, right? But I don't understand where incompetence comes in here. So let me just see if I can figure this one out, because it's a bit of a mystery. Oh, you! I don't know how many times I have to f***ing say that! And then he was like, well, you seem pretty pissed. Right. So what he's saying as a man is your emotions are overwhelming your reason, and you're jumping to universal conclusions about men based upon the actions of one man, which is unjust and, and wrong. It's, it's uh, bigotry. It's, uh, it's sexist. Right. If I were to say all women are like this woman, that would be sexist and unfair. This is just an example of a woman who's obviously in a lot of pain and doesn't know it and, and uh, is, is transforming it into dominance displays. Yeah, I get pissed off when I'm dealing with fucking incompetence. Yeah, the, again, I don't maybe somebody can explain this to me. I don't get how she gets to incompetence here. Uh, uh, when I, I think she has to characterize it. So he says, look, you're you seem very angry and by that, it means, you know, they say don't drive angry, right? Well, maybe don't come to huge, huge conclusions that half the human race is garbage when you're enraged and then post it publicly and so on, right? Because, I mean, this is a warning, right? Like, like anybody who dates this woman after seeing her videos, uh, I don't want to say deserves what's coming, but there's no, uh, nobody would have any sympathy, right? I don't, no sane person would have any sympathy because she's very clear about, about who she is and the the hell that you're you're going to uh, you're going to go through, right? She's very honest and, and direct about who she is. I think she has to say, okay. So he says, oh, maybe this is it. So he says, well, you seem really angry, and he, she's like, yes, I am angry. But what's she angry at? Can she say I'm angry because you're disagreeing with me? Well, no, she can't say that. Can she say I'm angry because this has nothing to do with you? And but she posted publicly the men are garbage, and then when men reply and say that's unfair or whatever, then she can't say it has nothing to do with you. I mean, no, she did, but that was in the abstract. So I think she has to pivot to competence because she can't honestly say why she's. I'm I'm enraged at you for disagreeing with me. I'm enraged at you for having an opinion. Uh, I'm enraged at you for questioning my absolutely sexist statement that half the human race 
aka man or garbage. Uh, so I think she has to pivot to incompetence because she can't actually name why she's so angry at the man disagreeing with her or questioning her. Which is half of the world! Stop it! Oh, which is half of the world! Stop it! And that's interesting. Incompetent. So she's not competent at managing her emotions. She's not confident, competent at reasoning. She's not competent at making statements. She's not competent at negotiating. She's not competent in interacting. And uh, she's not even remotely qualified to speak in any general terms about uh, human beings or principles as a whole. And uh, this kind of incompetence, she says it's half the human race. Now, again, it can't logically be men, right? Because men have created all the technology that she's using. So, yeah, half the human race. Maybe she's talking about her view of women. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, so so here's, you know, this is, I'll just... I had a very terrible sexist... I will, um, I'll just sort of mention something uh, briefly at the end here, which is... Oh man, you know, uh, it's it's going to go hard. Uh, it's going to go hard for her. And I mean, society and, and the structure of society and, and uh, national debts and fiat currency and money printing and all of that, and all of this girl power stuff and, and all of that has given her a, a really, really toxic mentality. And look, she's a young woman and you, we can get mad at her. And I understand that. I mean, she is responsible. She's an adult. But, uh, you know, the amount of just crazed pressure and propaganda that these women are exposed to and, and, and it's really driven into them. And you combine that with good looks and social media and you're and rough. Now, of course, you know, everyone's going to say, oh, she's not that attractive. No, no, no. She, I mean, she's got a little bit of a masculine jaw for my taste, but, you know, she has even features and all that. Again, without the makeup, who knows? But, yeah, I think she's attractive. Not my particular taste in women, but I can certainly see that she's attractive. Um but but here's the tragic thing, right? So she can get away with all of this aggression and hostility and anger and all of that. She can get away with it because she's pretty, she's on social media, and there's always some new simp coming down the pipeline who is going to agree with her and is going to uh, try and cuddle up to her coiled vampiric rage and see if he can make some kind of fiery bed to, to get off in. But, uh, you know... The real tragedy, of course, is when she starts to age out of this stuff. Oof, 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 oof. She's going to start to age out of this stuff, and then she's just going to be, she's going to have developed all the worst habits known to man in terms of aggression and bullying and escalation and, and swearing. Like, I will swear on occasionally. There's some words I won't do. I won't use the see you next Tuesday word. I certainly won't use the MF phrase because I just think those things are just unbelievably horrifying, and unless you're actually holding your own severed arm in your other arm, it seems like there's no situation that could possibly warrant that level of aggression but she's going to age out of the stuff the negative personality traits which are only the the, the negative personality traits are, uh, are being protected by the physical appearance right so she can afford to be this unpleasant because she's attractive and therefore she will always get some new guy to simp for her and reinforce it for her but as she ages out of that the negative personality traits will remain and the negative personality traits will emerge uh, out of the sort of cracking beauty, the sort of reptile head, the lizard head emerges, so to speak. And that's really tough, right? There's a reason why vampires uh, can't age, right? Because if they age, uh, they can't seduce anyone and then they starve to death. So vampires have to be immortal so they can retain the youthful beauty that has this uh, vampiric uh, uh, toothiness somehow survive. So she's going to age out of this stuff and this is, uh, it's a terrible fate. Uh, you know, the, if you look at the antidepressant use, particularly among white women after the age of 40 it's brutal 
And the reason for that is that their physical beauty and being remaining unattached and all the social media reinforcement, some new uh, simp on the conveyor belt. Uh, and every simp who does this is absolutely condemning his society to destruction uh, and also condemning her to continue her negative traits. It's a, simping is a form of vengeance against attractive women. By supporting their delusions, you're ensuring their destruction. So, yeah, she's going to age out of the stuff and she's going to uh, uh, lose uh, her looks, as we all do. And, I mean, you know, I'm okay for, uh, i going to be 57 this year, but uh, not quite as scrumptious as I was, of course, when I was her age. I'm probably something in her 20s. So, yeah, it's really going to be uh, tough. She is going to find all of the attention draining away, and all the negative traits will then escalate, because she's used to dealing with conflict through escalation, and aggression, and hand clapping, and MF this, and, and all of that, and rage, and hair pulling, and that's just not going to work. She hits the wall, man. She's post-40. That's just That stuff is not going to work. And she's going to continue to escalate because that's all she knows how to do. But the trap, the, the, the things that the lights that draw the flies into the, the moths into their destruction, the sort of Tennessee Williams moth figures, that light is, is going to be extinguished by the sort of wet fingers of time. And she's going to continue to escalate and she is going to end up not having anyone support her aggression, and it's going to start to collapse inwards. And that's what produces the hysteria, the self-loading, the hatred, which is often transformed into extremely destructive acts, both personally and societally. And so she is going to age out of this, and the aggression is going to escalate, and then it's going to collapse. She's going to feel like she can't pull the trick anymore. She can't uh, play the game anymore. She's She's been voted out by the uh, wizened hands of Father Time, and then she's going to get really unstable and she's going to get really aggressive. And then when that aggression no longer works, she's going to collapse into pretty serious depression. And then she's going to have to uh, try and find some way to deal with that. And um, because you can't turn back the hands of time, unfortunately, that won't be a way to deal with it. So uh, try and avoid this. And please don't support uh, these women's uh, delusions of, uh, of relevance, of, of the capacity to think. Uh, don't let people tell you that your feelings don't matter while yelling all about their feelings. And uh, yeah, don't support this kind of stuff. It's, uh, it's absolutely essential. Freedomand.com slash donate. Thank you so much.